Yes, that's probably Seattle Police Department. Um, what's the what's the other one? MS MSR. Not M, I S- call it SVU SUV. Oh yeah, but I was trying to say the real. Um, uh, we're rolling. This is episode 103 of Shootin' Debris. Oh, you're not going to try to copy what I'm saying right now. Okay, fine. Shootin' Debris. We are in, in person. person. And, and Sammy, Sammy is, is right, right here. <laughs> Hang on. She's right here sitting next to me. And she's yeah. not wanting to leave. She's wanting to come over and get attention. So I know it's been about a month and a half. Too long. Yeah, I haven't touched her since. <laughs> you haven't petted her this whole time. You haven't visited. I haven't pet Sammy one time. Nope. In the whole week we've been wow. back together. No way. No. Uh, how excited was she when you picked her up? She was very excited. I like, she didn't, uh, it like took her a second because she was at my sister's and I opened the door and she was tucked away in the office mm-hmm. Um, and I like rounded the corner and she just looked at me and like didn't know what to do. And I was like, "Come here!" Then <laughs> she like ran, like char- like trying to get her yeah. get her grip on the ground and yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. We were just cuddling for a second, and then the second I was like, "Let's go home." She like, <laughs> she was like ready. She like ran towards the door <laughs> and running to the car. She's like, "Yes, yeah, yeah." There's the video. There was a video of like a, a guy getting out of surgery in his wheelchair, older guy, mm-hmm. and his dog is like his uh, German Shepherd dog is like, or Lab was jumping up and down. It was either a golden retriever or a German Shepherd. Yeah, because they look alike. So similar. There wasn't a black lab. I just wanted to clarify. Definitely yeah. not a black lab. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love labs, but no, I think it was a German Shepherd and it was so excited and just jumping up and jumped into his lap. And so I was like, oh, the love of an animal. Love of a dog is so, so pure. Yeah. So good. Cats could be like, meh, sometimes to people. And sure. dogs are always the happiest to see you. Yeah. Yeah, but she's a cutie. She's been a cutie. She's been like super cuddly. She's like, don't leave me again. Yeah. I was like, I will though. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I plan on it. Soon. No, yeah. not soon. You you traveled now. You're back for a minute. Yeah, I'm back for a minute. Yeah. I know. I've been traveling too much. I think I told you earlier today. Twice in January, I've hit the airport. Yeah. And three times in this month, almost three times, I will be going somewhere. Nice. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. It's also a lot of just being gone. <sighs> yeah. So, so I'm, I'm uh, missing time at home. I get home and I'm like, oh, I like this space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should, I should hang out here soon. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to, I almost thought about taking a medical leave of absence from everything except for my own personal health and sitting at home for two weeks and not doing anything. Do it. You're like medically, I need, I need a little, a friend was doing that recently. I talked to him and he's like taking four months off cause he had some health oh, issues well. and stuff. Yeah. And he was just like, I need, I need some time. So he took, and he's looking for a job. That's a little less stressful within the company he works at. So it was like a ski and snowboard kind of company. But he was oh. just like, I'm, he's like, I needed to take a little, little break and just like focus on me. And he gets paid medical leave absence. Okay. So he gets paid almost as much as working basically. Mm. And he gets to like t- focus on himself for a few months. I was like, that sounds so cool. I don't think I have that option, but, um, but I, I at least need to take a few days and just, Sit at home and not do too anything crazy. Yeah, you and not fill those days. Not fill those days. I'm starting. going to start saying no to anything that involves me leaving the house, unless it's going to the store. Yeah, for things and like, hey, you want to come over? When are you free next? No, I'm not free for yeah. a while. 
I need Great. a little time just to like sit down, Chill. meditate. Yeah. Put on calm uh, 528 hertz or one of these hertz that are like mm. 528's the like healing frequency, but there's these other ones that are like motive, like motive, not motivational, but different. They do different like, things for the okay. body. Different, different frequencies hit and do and create different things for you. Hit. So they hit you. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like, you know, if you're listening to something in a certain way, you feel relaxed or calm. I need to do some like meditative ones and just uh, lower the blood pressure from going out and doing stuff and things like that. Sick. Just even, and driving down here was nice today. This is the best time of traffic. Non-traffic. It was like, uh, I could take the express lanes for 75 cents. Express? I said express lanes, right? I think you said espresso. It doesn't matter. Espresso. I'm, I'd take the espresso. Espresso lanes. Yeah. <laughs> espresso. And uh, it was 75 cents, but it also said the same time to get everywhere. Hmm. So it was like probably 55 minutes down instead of, or 50 instead of 40, instead of an hour and 10 or 20. Yeah. Um, and when you were on your trip, mm. there's been construction in Everett. So oh. it's been insane. So like I left work at five, went to Glazer's camera because I'm like 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'll go to Glazer's because I want to yeah, Glazier's pick up some stuff. And I got these amazing playing cards that are for filmmakers. And they have all film and photo tips for shooting on. So the, the king's holding a camera and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Guess how much they were. The card deck. Ooh, like 15, <laughs> $15 more. $25 less. It was 1999. Oh, you were really close, but okay, it's, yeah, I was like, I was like, Whoa, 20 bucks. Like a deck of cards is two fifty or $3. Yeah. And I was like, but look how cool they are. And, they, <laughs> and it felt like the cover of that, um, uh, the pink Floyd album I have that feels all soft and like felty. Okay. And I'm like, I'm getting these. Yeah. So it's like the nicest deck of cards that I don't want to have people mess up. Yeah. And then it's something just keep there to look through and read for like framing things and different ISO settings yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it'd be cool to you should write like little notes on the back of it and hand those out like almost like a card for people's birthdays or something. Oh, on single cards for pe- for people that are filmmakers and stuff yeah. and be like, here you go. I, if I, I'll buy another set of them and have one for people's birthdays and be like, one to give you. And they're like, oh, are my photos that bad? Yes. <laughs> that I needed this tip for framing. Definitely. And, and a true friend will tell you if you're not doing good on something. And so that's what yeah. I would be to those people <laughs> in that point. Because my other true friend, uh, Jordana, told me years ago when I was taking photos, she'd be like, you need to learn framing. Because I'd have like tons of headroom buffs. She's like, this, these photos are terrible. Take another. <laughs> and so it forced me to be like, what? So now if anything, if someone gives me a photo, I hand my phone to someone, take yeah. a picture somewhere. And it's like, they're like, here, we took five for you. And there's like four feet, five feet of headroom above everyone and the yeah. shot's not framed right. I'm like, I have to crop it in myself. Yeah. But now I do every shot with like a half a foot of room above the heads mm. framed right. And she's like, these are looking good. I was like, okay. But it took them telling me it was horrible. I was like, what? I do this for a living. She's like, I know. you need to work on these. <laughs> we know. And and yeah. so it's uh, sometimes the best, uh, best way to get better is to have someone tell you your faults. Mm. I... Uh, repeatedly so i handed my phone and my film camera to someone to take photos of me and a couple people Mm -hmm. and uh, i got the i looked at both of them and they were both just bad like fully cropped out our heads and then on your phone how do they do that you know so like boom they push the button and it tips yeah i don't know and then i was like okay noted i'm 
just not going to ask this person to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I was in a situation where they were the only option and it happened again. (laughs) And you're like, okay, can you take one? And then be like, take a few, take one that's a really wide. Because if you tell them to take a really wide one, then you can crop in. Then at least you could fix it yourself. But you know, so half, and those are like, well, we got the family photos with everyone. And you're like, well, grandma's in it. The rest of us are not. Thank you. It's all a height thing. Certain people's yeah. heights are different. I mean, I just, there's also like, I don't have a lot of good photo. I don't have, I wouldn't even say a lot. I don't have any like good photos of me. Well, you know why? Why is that? Because you keep closing your eyes during every photo that's taken. <laughs> you won't get one that actually shows your eyes open. So how how is someone supposed to get a good photo? Well, I just, I don't know. Because like I, if I know that I'm wearing clothing that is just like or it's just like a scrub day do you know what i mean like i'm so lazy i'm not putting you, any effort into and you like, feel like i don't want this photo to why to would i want this make photo? the internet yeah yeah so i think that's why so so the thing is to dress up every day from here on out still take some In closed eyes get... ones just to throw them off but secretly you're hoping to get a good photo amidst um, yeah. amidst them be like take five you're like <laughs> open close open close yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll take a few for you with Sammy. So you got a couple. It's okay. I have a couple with her. I think you've already taken. I have. Of us I have. Too, and I, I have. like those. Yeah, but I need to, I need to get some more black and white ones. So maybe I'll go back to glaziers today. Yeah. Um, oh, so the yeah, basically the whole thing about glazers. It took three something hours for me to get home to Marysville that day. Wow. So it, it's they're doing construction on I five North through the S curves and Everett. It's for no mm. reason there. Oh, there's a reason. They messed up. Someone was super trashed when they were doing the the lines for the lanes. And you'll be driving and suddenly it jumps over here and a- they're angled and they're all wonky and weird. Yeah. And there's been a new uh, news coverage of it recently just showing oh, like really? talking about the messed up lanes and Everett. So they're fixing a few things on the road and someone must have just been like on their uh, on their their They got called into work late after they would partied. We got the, just the toy. It. Sammy, drop it. Put oh. it on the counter. Just put it on the counter. Okay, we're gonna set it up there, Sammy. No, Sam. No, we Sam. love you still. We do. Um, so basically, someone was like totally. It looks like someone was wasted and then tried to like do their job. Yeah, like, and it happened so much. There's multiple well, things they're fixing. There's but. also um, so downtown Seattle mm-hmm. when you're on I five, passing the you know where the bridges are right before the convention, right before uh, Olive Street. Yeah. Those lanes, if you take a look at them, they'll go straight and then they jut out to the right at they an do. angle. And you, you're going to run into back. another car. Yeah. Easy. So those are messed up right now, too. Yeah. And I hate all of 405 South going like before Bellevue all I the did way it down. today. Because the, they've corrected those lines so much that when they rip out the that painted part because mm-hmm. it's like a it's a material like it's a um, oh it's like tech it's uh, like tactile yeah they have to dig out that whole portion like so there's these bumps so, so there's bumps all across those five lanes that you're just like at where the actual lanes yeah and forget it if it's like if it's just rained and the sun's out forget it or forget it if it's night and it's dumping rain yeah that's the thing in the and the Everett ones like if you're going by the old way, let's say let's say you're you're blind but you still drive legally blind. Let's <laughs> yeah. say someone's like they can kind of see you're irresponsible. irresponsible. You should be in jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you still get in your car and go to the store, and you're used to the old way, and you're driving. You're gonna hit the cars next to you as yeah. they're following the lanes, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, it took, so it took me an hour to go from Seattle to um, Everett or Linwood, Linwood, which is 20 miles. Yeah. So it was two hours total because I was at Glazer's. I took half an hour to cross the bridge. Was there 15, 20 minutes left. Mm -hmm. Then I get to Linwood and I look at the maps because it's like bumper to bumper at like 630. Six okay. at night. Six at night. Wow. No, no, it was six thirty. Yeah, and it said an hour and forty minutes to Marysville. It was thirteen miles, and I was like, "There's no way this is accurate." And it was telling me to avoid the freeway, and I got home at eight p.m. that night, and I was like, "I How spent four and a half hours in my car today." Yeah. How would you even get? Like, what are the back roads off of I five to get up there? You take Highway ninety nine, or you or you go to oh, Everett and you yeah. cut through Old Broadway. But all mm-hmm. these pl- things were backed up to the hilt, everyone right? Because everyone's avoiding it. it. Yeah, and and the freeway was down from four lanes to one lane. And the first time this happened That's to incredible. me uh, at Everett Everett Mall Way, if yeah. people know the freeways, it drops down and you go into this like hill and then it turns. Yeah, there was no sign <laughs> saying construction was being done. Lanes were clear, so I crossed that hill. I, and as I'm crossing, there's Parking no way lot. to exit. Parking oh. lot. And it, then then there you see it slowly work its way down to one lane and there's a few trucks out and they're starting construction for the night. And they do it on the weekends now, all weekend long. So all day Saturday, all day Sunday, Sunday they're doing it to get it done and at night. So anytime driving after 8 p.m. north, you are you're toast. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's terrible. And then but now they have the sign out so you can at least take the exit. Mm-hmm. But before when they didn't have it, I'm like, how would you say do this and not put a sign out for everyone? <laughs> not trying yeah. to sit in 45 minutes of traffic to go four miles or something. So that's the thing that, that gets me sometimes. And that and if there's less commute times, life is less stressful. Uh-huh. So if I'm coming down here today and there's no traffic, great. Like driving to Bellingham. I wonder great. what the science I, this this idea just popped into my head i'm not at all even remotely an engineer oh my Neither friend are is you. my friend is he's an engineer yeah not a train engineer <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear yeah. he designs yeah. things yeah. um like multi-level freeways yeah oh yeah they have those Right, and there's short runs of them here in Seattle, like the express lane mm-hmm. going from I-5 north. There's like that long sprint where yeah, it's... Like um five miles of it. Yeah. They need those everywhere. They yeah. need to have... So they can't build out. This is the, the planned obsolescence with Seattle stuff in the 70s. Um, when COVID hit and, every, and a few people had been here since the 70s, they were like, oh, the freeways right now are like it was in the 70s. Barely any cars. Yeah. You can get around. And then they built the the city around it. There's no room for expansion because mm-hmm. you got houses and stuff. Yeah. So the only place to go is up. Yeah. And you'd have to go over an overpass. So some of those things downtown where you're going across to get different parts of the city, you go higher and you have ways to get onto those. And the project to do that would just be massive. But I think that's like a necessity in the next five to yeah. ten in order to keep up with the population. Because I uh, they've since removed it when... Um the viaduct would run through oh, yeah. Seattle. They, Dude, it was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool to way go to through the buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the on-ramp and off-ramps of those were cool too into the city. But Yeah, down by the stadiums? Uh, just a little bit past that. So like uh, in Pioneer Square. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, well, I, I guess the stadium district that close to that area. Yeah. Did they, um, and I don't uh, know why they of, quit doing that. Were they Were they messed up or broken? Well, no, they removed the viaduct. No, but a why? Like, what was the reasoning behind it? Did they say, like, oh, we, this shouldn't be an option anymore, or it's hazardous, or it's going to fall? I, I don't know. I don't know why they removed the uh, 
the whole thing. Yeah, because remember just, it was it was multi-tiered. Maybe they're putting housing in and different stuff too. Well, no, they they made that section cut through the waterfront. Oh, I haven't been. I haven't actually. Literally, have not gone down and yeah. seen it's, a it's lot. It's pretty since cool. Then. Okay. Yeah, it's not a. I don't think it's as cool as the driving. viaduct. Well, driving by the buildings was way cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there was that uh, 1999 or 2000. There was that earthquake in um, in Seattle, and when I was in high school in Battleground, Washington, I could totally feel it. And I was like, we were like uh, three hours. 200 miles away or 150 miles away from Seattle. And it felt like uh, the cement cement table we were working on dissecting frogs or something like that was shaking. Oh, and I was earthquake. like, it's like, Mike, knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought he was pushing the other side. And then I looked up and he's like, what? I was like, oh, he couldn't push this metal table. And we saw yeah. the lights swinging. So I thought it was damaged because of some of that stuff because the tunnels did take a hit and get mm. cracks in them. But also the Mercer Island tunnel does, or not Mercer Island, the, uh, yeah, but the Mercer Street one going into like South Lake Union. Yeah. That had some cracks in it too. Um yeah. So earthquakes. Earthquakes. Little little sketchy. But and also just <laughs> no, keep doing it. It's I mean her eyes are like rolling up to the back of your head. Oh, uh, that's great. I'm scratching Sammy's back and going in circles and she's just like in the zone. Here we're Auto just gonna get a quick little zone. video. Oh, Auto, it. get in the zone. She knows when Auto I'm recording zone. her. She knows when I'm recording her. And she looks away. Yeah. Auto zone. Yeah. She's too. She's a little conscious. I mean, she is conscious. She's self-conscious. Conscience. 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 <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, that was that's basically Seattle and traffic. <laughs> it's good to avoid it if you can. Yeah. Don't uh, come here. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away. I like my friend who just moved to. Uh, college station texas he's like californians don't come to texas it's terrible and then it has like these eyes looking over like stay where you are mm-hmm. kind of thing because they're they're enjoying it so i think the problem was seattle got put on the map too many times because it is like when well, tech moved in yeah tech tech is a big reason why well like where i was in in pittsburgh a lot of techs like google and other places have gone there and it's built in the cities like become more of a hub where there's direct flights now so that part's cool um, and what game was I playing the other night um, with my niece and nephew? Mortal yeah. Kombat. That was not. <laughs> it was a board game. It's something Sorry. about. Oh, it's a railroad one. It's like uh, you're you're picking your you're a train. Were you the caboose? I know. <laughs> yeah, you're not choosing which one yeah. you are. You get the whole train. <laughs> okay. You get sure. multiple yeah, yeah. multiple cars. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's what? Yeah. They all look identical. Um, but you're getting routes. Oh, man. Oh, ticket to ride. It's like a Beatles song too. To it's called ride. Ticket to Ride. Um, and so it's funny because I'm like, oh, Seattle's a big city, but we're not that popular. And like literally the West Coast had San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, LA. San Diego's not even on the thing. For, or maybe San Diego. But five, five West Coast cities. East Coast has a bunch too. But it's just showing the major cities that are listed on these like train station uh-huh. things. Maybe it's just because the trains go there. You know, it's hard to say who's to say, but it makes it seem like I was like, oh, you know, Seattle is actually pretty big compared to a lot of places people live. Yeah. Well, it was always port cities first, right? Yeah. Easier for for uh, import export stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, in general, you even like Pittsburgh, is, a lot of airports are so much smaller than the Seattle airport. Portland's smaller. Like, yeah, San Francisco is probably equivalent or bigger. 
but I mean, we're up there. We're like third worst, worst traffic in the nation. Yeah. So that, you know, we're getting somewhere then. Yeah. yeah. Like in Pittsburgh, when I was there, rush hour was like 10, 15, the movie. 15. Yeah. Rush hour. The movie was up, was playing mm-hmm. on the big screen still. No, uh, there was about 10 or 15 cars driving around and it was like moving along at 30 miles an hour. And this was rush hour. And it was like, this is pretty nice or 40 yeah. miles an hour. It's like, that's so just super chill. It's like nothing. Yeah. So you can live a little less stressed life if you're living in those kinds of environments. So that's maybe what I need to do. I need to travel again, go, mm. go somewhere where it's not as chaotic just to help out. And in the process, become more stressed out by traveling. Perhaps. Boom. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, I'm letting you now take the <laughs> reins um, because you said you, uh, last time we talked, you, we had, you had some podcast topics. Oh yeah. Um, one of them is just a, fueled up rant okay. it's i want to talk oh well, it's it'll sink into this oh, starbucks good. seattle my favorite yeah uh founded in seattle you love it oh wait based on you said rant yeah okay rant about how cool it is got it <laughs> yeah definitely i okay so looking at it through like pop culture it's become this or it I I honestly haven't looked into the history of Starbucks. What I'm guessing is mm-hmm. that it started as just like a local coffee shop and then they opened up a mul- like a second or third or whatever like yeah, local Yeah, it started smaller. Like of a course. small local chain. Yeah. And then it became this giant mega thing. Mega US chain thing now worldwide. And this um, is how we roll. We we don't look stuff up, we think about we it. We could, but you know. Yeah, you look it up. You look it up. <laughs> yeah. And um and then when I was in high school, it be- so this is like uh, late 2000s, mm-hmm. um, Starbucks was like a, Sammy out, Starbucks was like a, um, it became like a fad, like. Let's go to Starbucks. Yeah, like it was an accessory it's to kind of like uh, seem like you're cool. Well, yeah, every, I mean, anything I did, people were like, oh, we'll go meet at Starbucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sign a contract for a wedding. We'll meet at Starbucks. Do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was never any other coffee shop or anything like that. And I don't like Starbucks coffee. Everyone I've spoken to around my, like, people people I hang out with don't, don't like Starbucks. Don't like Starbucks. And oh, no. I love Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> Just kidding. I, I knew like, you would. I, like, I freaking knew I you would. I don't like coffee, yeah, so no. therefore. Their, their chai tea is the only thing I get, and it's nice to know there's a bathroom somewhere on a trip. I can stop, go in, get a tea, and leave. Yeah. That's like the only reason I go. If they didn't have a bathroom, I wouldn't stop. Yeah. If you need a quick colonics, you <laughs> stop by a Star- Starbucks. Starbucks. Um, their new ad campaign. And uh, so like now, I'm like... Okay, the majority of people we can agree that like they don't have good coffee. Like the bean like the beans itself, the espresso, it's just Maj- they, majority of coffee shops don't? No, Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks, okay. Um shout out Howard Schultz. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> they just are it's this just, is a way for them to improve by us letting them know maybe. what needs to get better. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not even coming after Starbucks. It's like you, this is your thing. You've decided this is how you're making coffee all and across the nation, worldwide. Everyone you do knows you. It. I'm not coming after you. Yeah, some people love it. Yeah, great. I'm coming after people that like Starbucks. 
because people that they're fans i'm yeah, coming after the, the people band. that support them it's like nickelback fans i'm coming after the fans and the bands can do their thing yeah and by me saying coming after i just mean like help me understand why you like them yeah like is it because you're the because everyone that i see having starbucks isn't having like an espresso they're having like this concocted dairy sugar whipped cream thing yeah um and it's like is that why you're going because you just want like an italian soda and starbucks gives it to you and it gives you like 900 calories and 600 grams of sugar yeah if that's what it is okay i understand that because i also don't want to go to these because it's the drinks that you would get at these like bikini barista barista (laughs) like shed stands Mm -hmm. that are all across washington and shout out shout (laughs) out those people shout out ladies mostly Um, well you know it's ladies mostly in bikinis Okay. Anyway, that's the ones I've seen. And <laughs> yeah. I've only been to one with the guy that wanted to go through one. I was like, all right. And I was like, well, this is weird. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen them that are non-bikini. They're just like these oh. little pop-up shed things. Right. But, oh, I thought I was talking about, yeah, I was talking about the yeah. risque ones, not yeah. the normal But they're ones. kind of just, they're all whether over. they're bikini or not, that this is they what do they smoothies. do. They do Yeah. They yeah. do these sugary drinks. Mm-hmm. And I understand if if I was that person that wanted these sugary drinks, I would also not go to these shed things. Yeah. Um, and they do it to support their local owner of it. Probably sometimes, sometimes there's sure. these little, one-offs. or like quick, like you're running through a city. This is the only coffee option. Yeah, I get it. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand it. Well, I, I, I can give a little insight to, I already okay. did a little for why I like going in there. Their string cheese is delicious, and it's to my Starbucks? go-to snack. Oh, I'm talking about coffee, though. I know. Well, I I can't relate to coffee. I'm saying the reasons I go there to meet yeah. someone because they're they're everywhere. It's convenient. Someone's gonna feel at home. They can order. So like they, it's like any any reason you go to a, a chain restaurant. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know that the ravioli at Olive Garden is not the best, but it's gonna taste as good as the last time I had it. Yeah. Or Old Spaghetti Factory is pretty good, but yeah, because I think. Um, those are two different things like going, yeah, like, um, finding middle ground for whoever you're going to meet with Mm -hmm. and Starbucks. It can be anything. It could be Starbucks. It could be a red lobster. It can be a whatever, like church, your, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) meet meet at church back behind the church building at the dumpsters, cult gathering. Yeah. 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 Some random Masonic temple. Yeah. 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 Middle of the ocean. I get it. Club. Yeah. Um, middle of the ocean. Yeah. Hey, let's meet in the middle of the ocean midnight. Yeah. Like the one girl. A like, plant let's meet at the park at night and yeah. meet my dog and we'll go on this random trail that's not lit really well. Cool. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be calling you back. Yeah. Let's meet at the rooftop at, yeah. Um, Dude, that is the sketchiest. I have not been more sketched out in my life. Going to a park in a. I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, there's no way. She's like, oh, yeah, there's this really cool park. And you're like, I'm kind of a night owl. Let's meet at 1030 at night by this lake. And they have a nice yeah. trail I can walk my dog around. I was like, well, what I kind was... of park is this? So I. <laughs> Sorry to distra- distract from no, Starbucks. No, no, no. This is great. I want to I come back to this. But um, so I 
I was a first date with someone mm-hmm. and I picked the location and I sent them the address and they showed up before me and they sent me a text and was like, Hey, I'm here, but I don't think this is the place or they're closed. And I was like, and they sent me the address back. I was like, yeah, that's where I'm going to. I was like, sorry, I've never been here before. Let me just get there and then we'll see what's up. Mm-hmm. I get there and it's like an industrial complex and it's a giant parking lot. There's, it's just me and this other person's car. And then. So um, it looks a little sketchy. Yeah. And then we figured out, um, like a place for that date or whatever. And it was you fine. You bring your knife with you just to be safe. You take the knife out when you get out of your car. They yeah. later told me that they were like, yeah, when I showed up, I thought you picked this place so that we could hook up. And I was like, no. I was like, no. Uh, yeah. I, was like, no. I legitimately thought this was mm-hmm. a place and it just wasn't. That's what my friends told me too. They're like, this girl wants to get busy on date one. And I was yeah. like, I was like, or murder you, they said. And I was like, they're like, there's, they're like, it's likely in the news we'll hear something about you soon if you continue on this path. I was like, yeah. that's not a path I want I want to do. I'm not meeting someone in the middle of the night that I've never met before somewhere. Right. And maybe they're like, she's like, oh, come on, live a little, this and that. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, just not for me tonight. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm like, live a, I, I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying you to live. You should have doubled down and been like, why don't you come to my place? Well, she offered to drive north to yeah. Marysville area and meet at like a 24 hour diner. And then she's like, actually this place is really good. And then I was like, Oh, that's after I was like, I don't think I'm going to go down there. And then I, she kept trying to convince and I mentioned, mm-hmm. I was like, let's just stick to our original too plan to two days later. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, well I'm not feeling it as much now. It was like five oh. minutes later. I was like, it was, it was a little weird, but yeah. she, she was cool when I met, okay. met up with her. Yeah. Uh, but also I'm just like, it's a little, little too stressful for me i think i I realized i need a low stress environment from here on out in life yeah and it was going to be a little chaotic and the the complete uh opposite schedules of me waking up at five or six or six thirty seven feeling good someone that sleeps till three in the afternoon not gonna and i when when i'm winding down they're starting off their day kicking in 10 30 was like noon like yeah here i go (laughs) and i was like 10 30 i'm like i'm pretty wound down today yeah yeah that's how you know well, you're getting older. Yeah. Although she was older than me. So it's just so, schedules. Yeah. But children of the heart, aren't we? Yeah. All? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Starbucks. Yes. Starbucks. And Tam, I wanted to bring up Tam Honks today. Oh, okay. Too, a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I just, I feel like there are, there's situations where for the sake of everyone's comfortability, Let's mm-hmm. just go to this place, even though it may not be ideal for you or ideal for this other person. No it's one like, really loves it. Yeah. It's like a medium ground, like Walmart. People go there because sure. like, it's cheap. It's yeah. not great. You get some what they want. I, yeah, I refuse to go. Whatever you can find. But yeah. I've used their bathroom in the past decade. I sure. Think, something like that. Um, But like where my questions, the perspective, the questions that I'm asking are coming from a perspective of like you are voluntarily going to this place because you enjoy it and mm-hmm. i would like to know why you enjoy it why do you enjoy it so uh, since i can't answer because i don't like yeah. coffee we're gonna leave that one unsolved so unsolved you guys mysteries. write uh, unsolved mysteries of why do people like starbucks now if you write uh, if you write us at shooting debris podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. we have yet to receive an email yet you could be our first yeah just be like hey this is why i love starbucks or this is why i agree with you mm-hmm. one of the two and i love their chai tea um, and I love is a strong word, but I haven't had much other chai tea. It just, it isn't bad. So yeah. I like get it. And then I'm like, oh, I got to use a restroom. This is nice. And there's string cheese. And yeah. 
and they have uh, what is that water? The ethos water or something? It's not bad. Uh, the clear, the clear one. It tastes like it has water. Like no label. Oh uh, yeah. I mean it does, but it's cl- you can I thought you meant it's clear. Yeah, it's that clear water. It's not brown. <laughs> it's not green. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that one. Um. So Tam Honks. Tam Honks. Um. It's Tom Hanks. For those that don't know the joke from an earlier episode. Yeah. Just switch the middle letters of his name. Second. Yeah. Tam. Second letter. So I was listening to a podcast that he's on this morning, and it was. It was actually a little serendipitous because we talked about Tam Honks yesterday on the phone as a joke. Oh, yeah. And then I saw the thing that he po- it popped up. I was like, I'm going to listen to the Tom Hanks one. This is cool. You know what I've never seen? Uh, what's that? Um, the Da Vinci Code. I want to see it. It's pretty good. Okay. It is pretty good. It's like National Treasure in that one have some similar vibes. Yeah, the Nicolas the Cage ones. Catholic Church. Yeah, kind of in like the uh, kind of like Illuminati and Masons and stuff. And yeah. So it's really that they're cool. Like trippy and i know a lot of christians at the time were like freaking out about the mm-hmm. da vinci code and so you want to watch it more now yeah for sure you should compact, watch it today compact watch interest it today. it's so it's so good yeah compact interest in compound a, in a dang it compound Com- interest yeah compact well it is compact compound interest is that thing that gets you if you have odette and it's really great if you're oh, doing man. a savings or a retirement account. i wish i would have nailed that Nailed that Com- joke. Compact interest was a new. Dang it! You made a new phrase. In fact, the name of this episode might be compact interest. <laughs> you know, I I want to start naming episodes with something that was said in the podcast. Okay, this one's compact. Interest. Compact interest. Dang it! <laughs> That's fine. That's Let's fine. do the joke again. Um, okay, so uh, you know that. So Tim Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not starting that far back. <laughs> So no, 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 it's okay. Let's yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, so I was trying to think where I could bring it up just so you could nail that joke. Yeah. But just say compound interest right uh, Da Vinci because of the Da Vinci code. And, and it's like compound interest. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Good. Feeling better. <laughs> so so he was talking. Um it's a great one on the armchair expert. I was just listening to okay. today. But um he's talking about old school Hollywood, which I just love that stuff. And he's talking about how we're all, like you said it. This is why it's serendipitous. I got McDonald's this morning, which I never get breakfast mm-hmm. stuff. And then I turn on the podcast. We're sponsored by McDonald's. I oh, was wow. like, that's weird. Yeah. And then he's then you just mentioned uh, living, pretending you're like younger than you are. And he's like, whenever I go into a store, I'm eight years old again, looking for the not Ovaltine, but this other brand of chocolate on the shelf. Or yeah, whatever like else. Yuzu or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was with his like his mom would always get the one they didn't want. And so they always <laughs> wanted the, the really rich one. So it was funny. And then all this stuff is like tying together. So yeah. today's a day of uh, compound in- compact interest. Compact interest. <laughs> and he uh, but he was talking about meeting uh, Paul Newman oh, and wow. just feeling like what a, a ba- imposter syndrome. Basically, because yeah. he's like, but they're like, but you're Tom Hanks. He's like, well, I've been Tom Hanks since I was three years old or whatever. Yeah. However young I was. But he just felt like he was such like a walked in and just set the room. And they're like doing a toast starting off. It was the um, man, what was that gangster movie they did in the 2000s? Do you remember Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks? And later it was like gangster something or other but it's like kind of got a throwback 1920s feel to it it's good it's it's good oh that he did in the revolution 90s. road or redemption road oh or... uh with um leonardo dicaprio and kate winslet that's uh not no 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 not that it's uh it's oh perdition road to perdition oh okay that's what it is yeah sorry the other one was like one that um when i was married my ex-wife my wife watched and my was wife. like all it, my wife was all into and i was like we were, and at the time it was like not the smoothest road. And I was like, why are you watching this? Because it's a terrible. they both end up killing themselves. Oh, I didn't see the end. Did they? Do they really? Yeah. And I, 
Okay, because it was like a terrible. Yeah. I, the parts I saw, they're just like at each other's throats, and yeah. it's like already. If you're already in a situation where the marriage is like trying to work some things out, and you watch that movie, yeah, I, and I didn't see the ending, but it's just so depressing. Oh, boy. And so she turned around and looked at me. This is a personal moment. I'll share. Are turned you sure? And looked at me. Yeah, and it was just like, and, and in a sense of being like, uh, like I was like shaming her for watching it, and I oh, was yeah. like, I was like, well, watch it if you want. I was like, I, but I mean, like. It doesn't seem like it's a very happy experience that I had to go do something or something. But yeah. I'm like, just seeing a scene or two, I'm like, dude, that is so like, I couldn't watch that. Yeah, I do like that movie, though. I like that movie. I mean, because it's so it's so maybe I could watch it now. The juxtaposition of like this painting of that backdrop of like mm. the. I idealistic 1950s white picket fence society yeah. but this married couple is like the opposite of what pe- people thought yeah like they looked perfect they looked like they had a perfect life but it was like um I mean they just had a really hard relationship and like tried to make it work but couldn't yeah and I think that but and yeah so seeing <laughs> seeing her watching that yeah. at that time i was like are you trying to fuel the fire <laughs> like we should try fan to flame. Fi- fi- uh, fan the flame yeah uh, both both probably are the same yeah or both work the same way but i was like this because this seems like the opposite of what you want to focus on if you're right. trying to do better but i was like maybe it's an entertainment thing but i was like i just don't get entertained by like really depressing th- things it's tough for me to watch things that are really like sad Mm. unless it's someone with cancer or something and it's their true story and i was like i'll watch a drama about someone going through something yeah but but when it's like the relationship stuff i'm like dude just get freaking divorced <laughs> like yeah if you're that miserable like how about you you do yourself a favor and like enjoy life instead of thinking like you can't have a life without that happening or something it's crazy mm-hmm so back to Paul Newman, super quick. hottie. Yeah. So I wasn't going to say hottie, but he's basically, oh yeah, what they were saying is Paul Newman liked liked his beer, but okay. he he told Tom on set he's like the trick to, or maybe Tom met him a few times in his life, um, and he was like uh, the first thing you do in the morning after because they do these parties in in the evening. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the parties in a second because it's all very interesting. Okay. Uh, but he would uh, dunk his head in a bucket of ice water because <laughs> it tightens the skin after yeah. beer and stuff. Cold plunge. And then, yeah, and so cold plunge. And so Tom Hanks has been doing that ever since, like, no matter what, every morning when he's on set or something, dunk his head in a bucket of ice water. Uh-huh. And he was like, but it's weird. I bring my head out of the ice water and I still look like myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't look like Paul Newman. So he's, and certain people, they were saying were blessed with like just, yeah. like the Brad Pitt. So like, oh, well, you just always look good, obviously. Ooh, Paul Rudd? Forget Paul it. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd looks he's insanely in good his for own... his own. He's in his fifties. Yeah, but he, I, I don't know any other celebrity that looks as good as Paul Rudd. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, well, and I, I would say Tom Cruise because he's sixty now. He's sure. younger, but or he's older. And but I forget. Maybe Paul Rudd's Someone, almost fifty. Yeah, but I feel like. Uh, Tom Cruise Scientology at don't come after me. You'd have me. to look at fifty and fifty together. Yeah, Scientology yeah. don't come after me. They will. I feel that Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise mm-hmm. has had work done, where I don't think Paul Rudd has. Yeah, that's fair. And um, who else? Roblo recently started to look older, but he stayed pretty good for a yeah. long time. So and pop. he he did a lot of partying. 
yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So some a lot of those guys have been sober for years and dunking their heads in ice buckets and all kinds of tricks to keep keep going. But they they were talking about the uh, Paul Newman was talking about the gold the golden age of Hollywood basically, when like the movie studios didn't shoot past five p.m. Mm. So you would you eight to five at four fifty you're like people are have, all have a cocktail in their hand and they're going to an after hangout or they go home for dinner and then like you have time to go out for dinner with the family or with you put the kids to bed then they'd go out and hang out till 11 and he's like you get home with a few cocktails in you and it's only 11 and nowadays movie studios and shows run all night you film till like 8 a.m yeah and they have these insane schedules and people like people wonder why people are burnt out as much back then it was like you were succeeding by not doing television because movies had a better schedule. Yeah. Well, there was um, like, this is very unfortunate because of all those like long work hours. Mm-hmm. Um, P as people were like driving home uh, at the end of the shoot day, like they'd get into car accidents and people would p- unfortunately like pass away because Die, of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was a lot of pushback from, uh, you know, actors and just people within the like, like, this is like abuse. To get, yeah. yeah, to get like policies rewritten because it's an it, yeah. It's well, so they insane. do twenty-hour days on film shoots and stuff. Yeah. So the, uh, I think oh, and yeah. after like sixteen hours, just as people, uh, your body is done. Yeah, your body's done. Like you should even be driving after sixteen hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt it on some like fourteen, fifteen-hour days. And I'm like, this was insane. Mm-hmm. The New Year's Eve was the last time I felt that driving back at one in the morning over the mountain pass for an hour and a half Jeez. to get back to where. So two forty-five, we arrived back, uh-huh. and I was like, just on adrenaline because driving out there, I felt like we were gonna die on the way out. So <laughs> coming back, I was like, I'm gonna make it back, and then I'm just gonna sleep. And the next day, I looked terrible. I wouldn't need yeah. an ice bucket in the fa- face just to feel good. So, but just hearing all the old stories of like. Just standing in the presence of like, because everyone else is nervous because it's Paul Newman and stuff on that shoot. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, a little nervous on the first day, right, guys? And then everyone, he yelled, they toasted and everyone was like, oh, whew, he's nervous too. Yeah. This and that. They said he was like the easiest person to talk to. Really cool. And uh, just those are the cool stories I like to hear about old, uh, like greats, basically. Like The Sting was such a classic movie. Was it The Sting? The one that uh, he was in? I think so. He's like in a gray suit, the cover of it. I think so, yeah. And they're like doing like a poker. It's a poker-based like sting operation. Mm. I haven't watched many of his films. He's such a good actor. If you you already liked him, you got him. I love him, yeah. Butch Cassidy, obviously. Obviously. Sundance. Sundance. Um, And The Hustler, favorite favorite movie. Of all time? Maybe One top of, five. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the Hustler. Oh, Eric. I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna check it With, out. With uh oh, Jackie Gleason is in it. He plays uh, fat. Uh, ooh, Mrs. Uh, Mississippi Fats or something Fats. Fats Domino. That's a singer, but. No, he plays a. So the whole thing is about Paul Newman being a pool shark. Oh, okay. And so he's. He and his uh, like uh, friend, they so they run a a, a scam, a not sca- a scam in a way, in a way, a hustle. They run a hustle. A hustle. Yeah, yeah, so they'll they'll like go. Th- the name. They just travel around the U.S., go to pool halls, and then mm. like take all these people for their money. And my dad would do that with his friend. Oh, <laughs> He's really? really good. Yeah, <laughs> and in Portland. there's a. I think they go to they go to some town or some city. Mm. I forget where. Um, 
and this is where Fats is, and he's known as the best pool player in the nation. And so uh, Paul Newman tries to take him throughout the film. Like it's, they play a couple times, mm-hmm. but like that's the, um, well, the the build the, the build climax. To it. Yeah, and yeah. there's like so many moments in that film that are my favorite. There's this guy. So they're in one of the pool set uh, pool scenes. Um, Paul Newman is like down, um, down in this pool game, mm-hmm. and the guy who manages Fats is like straight in his sightline, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Can you move?" He's like, "Can you move your chair?" And the guy gets up, lifts his chair, moves it like two inches, and sits back down. And it's he does it so straight face. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, moving one, yeah, one inch over. Yeah, and then this is the last thing. Um, there's the romantic interest in that Mm -hmm. is this woman who um her habit is drinking like she's kind of just drunk throughout the entire thing and um a lush a real lush yeah her and paul newman like he moves into her apartment and they become a thing Mm -hmm. and she is trying to motivate him to like take things seriously like take the pool thing seriously like just take his life seriously because he's kind of aimless going all over yeah and they get into some argument and he slaps her across the face and she turns back looks at him dead in the eyes she goes oh do you think i'm gonna cry now and he just like walks away it's the best and then he he got no satisfaction from that oh so you think yeah it's so good yeah uh we don't support we don't support physical abuse they don't they uh, don't have those scenes in movies as much anymore they used to have more like physical violence towards different like towards women in movies i think more and now there's like hitting slapping you don't see it as much yeah yeah well yeah my my dad's uh roommate was like a card shark and then also really good at pool so my dad would kick the game off in portland and his and my dad was okay but not great and so then they would like oh yeah let's put some money on this because they would play a game first and my dad would be kind of bad and the other guy would play bad they're like Someone come to me like, hey, you guys want to put some money on a game? Yeah. And like, sure. And then the guy would turn it to shit. In his first turn, Blood in the, the whole table's done. Yeah. Go, boom, boom, boom. Everything's done. My dad would like break. They get a hit or two. And then. Um, and he would wow. come back. This was in the 70s. He'd come back with like two grand one night. He wanted the casino. Jeez. Two grand in the 70s. Yeah. Which is like 10 grand now. Uh-huh. And so he would just like, he didn't have a job. He would sleep all day, wake up and go play cards at night. And hustle pool and do that kind of stuff. So maybe the real life version of the hustler. Yeah, it's great. And there's a sequ- there's a sequel to it. It's called like with Paul Newman. Yeah, it's like m- when he's much older. It's called like uh, hmm. maybe he's like training a protege. It is that. Yeah, the color of money. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? You know what would be awesome to do. This is the kind of thing. If I had two months <laughs> to not do anything, be like pick an pick an actor. Go, oh, through go through their the library, thing. watch their first movie. Like I want to do this with um, with Jim Carrey because he mm-hmm. has one called Fun, uh, not Funny Face. That's uh, Audrey Hepburn, but he has one Rubber Face or something. It's just he's on a bike riding. It looks insane. Yeah. It's like low budget, but was, his face is like stretched back or something. I don't know. It's was, it was like a weird look. But he did so many movies earlier on. It'd be cool to watch the progression of an actor. Like for me, Adam Sandler ones. I saw his his first movie, Going Overboard. And it was really bad. It looked like someone shot it on like a home movie kind of camera style. Um, but then Adam Billy Madison was his next one. I feel like I've done that with with Adam Sandler pretty much. But like 
some of these other classic actors like movies that I wouldn't have seen in the 60s and 70s and watch everything. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Marlon Brando, watch everything he did. Brandon. Uh, Brandon Frazier. Brandon Frazier's all his movies. He just won an award for the Brandy whale. Brandy Brandy or Ar- Ar- Arlisle. Brandy Erlisle. <laughs> Erlisle. You know that singer Brandy Erlisle? <laughs> Country? No, Brandy. Yeah. Brandy Carlisle. Brandy. Brandy the just brandy. the drink just. no the um r&b singer oh moesha <clears throat> she was in moesha right she was in cinderella she was in uh other things apparently there's so this is a new thing that's happening with pop artists like taylor swift's been in like four or five movies um and um the guy that has that adore you song who was from man why can't i think of his name this is gonna bug me so bad. You're gonna have to look this up. Adore you. Look up Adore you. It's uh, it's the guy from that British band that was signed by Simon Cowell. Uh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No need to look it up, uh, but you can if you want. Now just to double check us. But yeah, Harry Styles has been in a couple movies. His most recent one was with Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Uh, don't say sorry. Don't. So, uh, don't be sorry. Don't. Don't say I'm sorry. It's for a few le- few words, and it's yeah, like it's a, with a throwback. Pew. What's her last name? What's her first Matthew name? Matthew Pugh. Yeah, Matthew, our, <laughs> good our good friend Matthew Pugh. Pugh. Pugh Pugh. Florence. Uh, Het, oh, Florence. Nightingale. Pugh. Pugh is her name? Yeah, P-O-U-G-H. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. Uh, I, I think that's Pug. Poosh. Poosh. Pug. Pug. Something. Pugosh. Oh, that would be fancier. <laughs> you add another like uh, syllable in the middle or another little, um, uh, you know, yeah. like an O, an extra O just thrown in there. I, I don't follow him. I mean, I, I already said it. I don't follow him anymore, but I used to follow um, Barstool, the CEO or whatever his name is. Mm. Um, and not that his name is CEO. I just don't know what his name is. Yeah. He used to do pizza reviews. And so he'd walk out of these pizza shops, just look at the sign, and then like say the name, but it was always wrong. <laughs> so, 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 like yeah, so Pagliacci's, <laughs> Yeah, here we are at Giorgio's, and it's like Jorge Hens. Gagogla, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. I remember seeing a couple of those. They're uh-huh. funny. Yeah, they're pretty funny. So just uh, yeah, p- uh, pizza reviews. I I want that guy's name now because I want to actually rewatch a few. But it's like funny just to like say it wrong and not and just just throw it away. That's very confident to be able to do that and not because some people don't want to sound like an idiot. And it's like yeah. just to embrace and sound worse of an idiot than you possibly could have if you were actually trying. Yeah, just better. Like breakfast, uh, like whatever your shirt says, breakfast over there. Be like Japanese says, breakfast. Oh, that's what. It- I saw Japanese on that side. I should have put two together. <laughs> I was like, you got a, do you have a dinner and a lunch shirt too? Yeah, it says no. like, it's breakfast time. I'm going to wear my breakfast shirt. I change at <laughs> lunch, put on the yeah. other one. Japanese lunch, Japanese dinner. Yeah. They should do that. Um, yeah. So I, oh, this kind of ties okay. in. Last thing. Last thing. Last thing. Cause I want to eat this donut okay. over here. So I discovered something new about screen printing, and I'm super excited about it. Oh. And I'll tell you in the next episode. <laughs> so thanks for joining us for episode 103. We'll, we'll see you we'll next see you time. Then.